Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host coming at you right now in stereo. My name is, uh, of course, Tenant Mike, and uh, I'm very excited for this episode, James. You didn't have to say the coming at you right Co- now thing. Well, I'm just trying to add a little um, levity and a little a little bit of fun, sue me, to, uh, to this podcast, because this is the first podcast we've recorded since um, putting the clocks back. So it's a little darker and a little colder, and everyone's feeling a little more serious right now. And I'm just trying to trying to be a little a little devil and give everyone a little smile. Did you enjoy having the extra hour of sleep? Yes, I had um, an extra hour of dreams. Yeah, right. I, on the other hand, had an extra hour of um, oh, let's see, uh, partying, um, probably hooking up with someone. Um, you know, chugging beers. You did, all, you did all this in one extra hour? Yeah, that's like a special hour. That's kind of like, remember The Purge? That yes. movie? Where for one day a year you can do whatever you want. If you're sort of in the Toronto party scene like I am, uh, that extra hour is like the go for it hour. Like you do anything. I was doing, um, you know, I did meth last one, you know, like, or a couple years ago. Um, yeah, that's really? like a special hour. Because it's, it's off the record. The hour disappears. So you try and pack in as much debauchery as possible in this one extra hour. Yeah. That seems uh, a little silly to me. <clears throat> well, that, what was your dream about? Oh, I had a dream that I was, I, I had an entire Mandarin buffet to myself, and I was munching on all sorts of things, egg rolls, chicken balls, pizza slices, almond cookies, uh, n- noodles, Coca-Cola, all sorts of stuff. Wow. Detailed dream. Mm-hmm. I woke up and my belly was full. Isn't that weird? Yes, that is weird. Um, something must have gone into your mouth in the night. Well, it, was just, it, was, it just turned out to be gas in the end. But yeah. when I woke up, I did think I had a bunch of Mandarin Chinese food inside of me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So how was, your, how was your week, Michael? Did you go on any dates? Did you have an interesting time at work? Um, I actually did go on a date this week, James. Oh, But I'm not one to kiss and tell, so I'm not going to tell you about it. Well, come on. You brought it up. You might as well give us, uh, you know, at least the basic info. Did it go well? I mean, It went very well. Yes, we connected a lot. Um, And I will say this. uh, Dating a 75-year-old woman was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. She was 75? 75 years... Uh, young. How did you meet? Tinder. Your age limit on Tinder was set to 75? Yes, James, from 18 to 75. I don't think there's anything wrong with, uh, with being open to people who have uh, more life experience than you. Why? What is your age range set to on Tinder? Uh, 20 to 22. Well, there you go. Also, the 18 is weird, too, Michael. It's not weird. It's, per- it's Both fine. Both ends are, are weird. You are not the one to call you're, to call me weird. You're the one who only dates uh, women Age who could be your children. What? Give me. You can't have a child at 18, Michael. So so you went on a on a date with a, with a 75-year-old woman. How, what, how was it? I mean, are you going to go out again? Yes. 
Yeah, it was wonderful. We had a, 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 lo- a lovely meal. We went to the Queen Mother Cafe on Queen Street West. If you're in the area, I recommend going. And uh, we got a little tipsy, and we went, wound up back in my apartment. And that's as much as I will say. Good God. Well, good for you. Um, is she sort of rich or? No. Oh, okay. Hmm. She ha- she hasn't a cent to her name actually. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess good for you and and good for her. I don't really know what to say. Thank Do you, you want to give her a shout out on the podcast? Um, she asked me not to mention anything. Well, you screwed that up. Well, congrats to you mm-hmm. on that one. Um. I didn't go. I didn't go on any dates or anything like that this week. Oh wow! Oh, I think I'm having uh, a heart attack. Uh, that's shocking news to hear. Usually you're out there mopping it up. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was actually out of town this week. Um, well, we'll talk about it in our segment. I'll tell you the reason why. But I was. I had Ooh. a really annoying week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That's a, a great opportunity for us to launch into our segment. Let's do it. Now, long-time listeners of our show will know that sometimes we, uh, we do this segment. Uh, it's called Sippin' Bitch. And how it works is that we're just a couple of fellas on a Friday evening right now. We've both had a long, exhausting week. And we, we have uh, some complaints about some of the things that happened to us this week. So what we're going to do right now is open this lovely bottle of Merlot. Do you want to open that, James? Okay. Ugh. And we're going to pour it into our fluted glasses. All right. There you go. And now, the only thing left for us to do is to bitch. Very good. So, uh, let's cheers. Okay. Do you want to go first with your sip and bitch? Uh, you, you go first, actually. Thank you. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is... Uh, it's, you know, th- the sun's going down earlier these days. It's suddenly colder. The winter is here. And this is something that really upset me this week. The first day of the winter that I chose to wear a scarf in public, I went out to uh, see a film at TIFF, Bell Lightbox, which is a wonderful place to see films, and I went to the washroom. And as I was standing there before the urinal, I sneezed, and my scarf fell in. Into the urinal? Can you? Yes. Hmm. My beautiful scarf fell in the urinal, and I was just livid. I was so mad, and I, I pulled it out of there and washed it in the sink, and I missed the first 20 minutes of um, the Florida Project huh. with Willem Dafoe. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. that that's certainly worthy of a, of, a, of a sippin' bitch sesh. Thank you. Shall I do my bitch? Yes. <clears throat> Get it okay. off your chest, James. I'll just have a sip of wine here. Mm. And, uh, okay. Um... My bitch is that um, I was catfished. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what, <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what catfishing is, it's when someone pretends to be someone else online. Right. Um, and I was thought I was talking to this person. Said she was a beautiful um, uh, brunette lady who lived in Virginia. Okay. And so I drove out to to hang out with her. You drove and, all the way to Virginia. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. a fourteen hour drive. All right. And uh, and it was, she wasn't at all who she said she was. And I felt like such an idiot. I felt like how could this happen to me? And I had to turn back. And it was just really. I feel embarrassed. I feel really embarrassed. Oh, well, what was what was wrong? Well, she's you know she said she was a brunette. 
lady, and then it, okay. as it turned out, she had red hair. Oh. It wasn't really very brown at all. Right. Um, and so it was just really frustrating when people misrepresent themselves. So you were mad about the color of her hair? Well, it was just not quite like the color she described. I don't, I don't know if she's changed the color. Um, it was frustrating, so I sort of had to be like, mm, this isn't working out for me, and I had I had to head back. Oh, God, that's... Uh, yeah. Mm. She was still a very lovely, beautiful woman. Okay. I mean, but, but you know what I mean. You, you have specific... Don't you find that you have very specific tastes of who you're interested in? Like I do, anyway. It's not really. I kind of find everyone attractive. Um, oh. Well, for, yeah. for me, I, maybe it's just a situation where I'm not to be, you know, not to be mean or anything, but maybe I'm sort of having a lot more interest directed my way, so I kind of have to narrow it down to very uh, specifics. Otherwise, I'll get overwhelmed. Or maybe with you, you just have to broaden your aim a little bit. Uh, I think I'm doing okay by myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, really. Um, kind of sounds like you had a great date the other night. I did. Anyway, um, next one. My second sipping bitch is um, so. Uh, Anyone who knows me knows that I'm the one in the building who organizes our annual winter picnic. And I have a website about that event. And this past week, someone hacked the building's winter picnic website. And there's over the picture of me, someone photoshopped a naked body over me. But where the, where the privates should be, where the man's privates should be, they photoshopped a woman's breast. What? Yeah. That's really weird. Oh, I was livid. That's very weird. I shouted at my laptop and I banged my head on the table. I love that someone was messing around with an image of you. No. That is, that's, you know what? That just shows that you're good at Photoshop and that's James, a good skill they and they're put, funny. They put a woman's breast where my privates should have been. To me, wow. to me, that's illegal and disrespectful. Well, I say... Great creative work. People might individual. think I don't look like that. People might think I look like that. Mm. Okay, uh, my turn. Okay. Have a little sip here. Uh, my uh, my sip and bitch is um, while I was driving to Virginia this weekend, I ended up um, uh, actually missing my son Pavel's birthday in Miami. And um, let's just say he was not too pleased. Well, so you, I have a bit of family. Uh, uh, hold, hold, right just now. back back up a second there, James. Um, I am very surprised to learn that you have a son. This is all news uh, to me. Yeah, people have sons. People have kids. How do you think there's six billion yeah, of us? People have kids. I have never heard you mention even once that you have a son named pa- Pavel. Pavel. Yeah, I'm sure I have mentioned that. You have not, Pavel. That's not a. That's a. What is that a? It's a Russian name, yeah. Oh, okay. And he lives in Miami. He lives in Miami, um, and um, I mean, I just I thought I was I thought I was gonna meet someone I was interested in, and I I kind of got the dates mixed up, and I missed his birthday, and yeah, ooh, I got a bad FaceTime call from him uh, <laughs> that evening. Yikes! So last week I learned that you speak fluent Russian, which was a huge shock to me. Yep. And this week I'm learning you have a son who is Russian, so I'm assuming the mother is the mother is Russian. That is correct. And is she still is she in Miami with him? Um, she is in Miami with him. Her and I do not uh, speak uh, or really talk to each other at all. So ah. I assume she's still in Miami. I've got okay. her blocked on all social media. But um, so you you screwed up as a father basically by trying mm, to no, by trying to tr- by trying to to get laid by a woman in Virginia. You you missed your son's birthday. You know what, Mike? 
When you're when you grow up and you think of how your dad treated you as a kid, do you remember birthdays they missed or shit like that? No, he never missed a birthday. so well, I, that's not a memory. No that I one. Have. That's in not. The, no, in the way your son now has that memory. No, my son will remember like, oh, he gave me cigarettes or whatever. My son will remember the cool, fun stuff I did with him. He is not gonna care that I missed some stupid birthday. How old would he have turned at this birthday? He would have turned ten. That is the biggest birthday. That is a no, huge birthday not. for a child, especially a Russian child. The biggest have. birthdays are 18, 21, 69. Anyway. All right. Uh, I'll just take a little sip of wine here and, and tell you my third sip of Mitch. Uh, basically, this one is uh, for you specifically. Last time you were in my apartment, you ate all my chicken fingers, and you promised you would replace them next time you came here and... Uh, here we are, you're back in my apartment, and you've not replaced a single blessed finger. I and so I'm a little bit miffed at you. Okay, that's a fair enough criticism. I did eat your chicken fingers. I was really hungry, and it was the only meat, only food you had in your kitchen. Yes, I was counting on that for my supper for that evening, and then I didn't. I, did, I, I thought it was like a snack food for you. I thought it was like if you had a bag of crackers in your cupboard. I didn't think it was like your main uh, staple. No, it was my main supper ingredient. Okay. Well, I apologize and I will uh, get some chicken fingers over here. You can just e-transfer me the, the money. I'd be very happy. Either, you know, however you do it. Okay. Will you e-transfer me the yes, money? Yes, I'll e-transfer you the $8 or whatever. Can um, you do it? Yeah. Like oh, God. ASAP. Yes, I'll do it on my phone. All right. Okay, well, well... That was fun. Yes, that was a fun sesh. Um, well, why don't we take a break and come back with our very exciting guest? Sure. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Without any further ado, we're going to uh, introduce our guest this week. James, I'm so excited to, to talk to this guy. I have a lot of questions, and uh, I'm afraid to hear w- what he has to say. <laughs> yes, our guest this week um, is uh, the lifeguard of the building's pool, and uh, a heck of a guy. Um, I'd like to introduce you all to Chris Wilson. Hey, thanks for having me. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you. It's great. You're the first guest we've ever had who's just mm-hmm. wearing a pair of Speedos and some yeah. flip-flops and no shirt. No shirt. I didn't think... Uh, I'm just... Obviously, I'm I'm here working. I'm on my shift right now. I just hung up a sign that says, swim at your own risk, yeah. so... I'm letting you take the break. I'm obviously your employer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm letting you take a break to do the pod. Thanks and, a lot. And, um, Thank you. If anything happens to anybody in the pool while you're here... That's their problem. That's exactly what the sign says. So. Actually, I did some research, James, and you're not going to like this, but if someone dies in the pool because you're the building owner, technically it's on you. So you could get sued for a lot of money. You could even do uh, prison time. Anyway, just well, a, little, a little fun legal tidbit. Fingers crossed on that. <laughs> yes. I don't want anyone to die, especially someone under the age of you know 18, but uh, just just something to keep in your mind, James. Well, I disagree with your legal tidbit, and I'm, that's all I really have to say about that. And um, I don't really care what happens in that pool because it's not my problem. Moving right along, yeah, yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you live in the you live in the building, right? I live in yeah on the second floor. And, um, yeah, oh, so that's a that's a wonderful floor. It's a good floor, two o three. Maybe we could beep that out after. Uh, yeah, sure. great, great. Yeah. Just so I don't want anybody. 
yeah. knowing where I. I it's not so bad unless you say where you leave your like spare key. Where do you oh, leave on your the top key? of the the light in the hall. Oh, just no, right. okay, don't yeah. say. It. We'll, we'll have have to, as long as we beep that. Oh, we'll beep that, that out. out. Yeah, we'll you don't want to have anyone out. sneaking into your apartment in the dead of night and spooking you or anything. I hope not. Yeah. That would be too frightening. Yeah. Um. And um. When when, I mean, we have sort of an arrangement where I. Give you a bit cheaper rent, mm-hmm. and you you do the life. I work a few shifts down at the pool, uh, just walking around the pool. You don't let me sit in the lifeguard chair, though. Hell no! Because I, well, your reasoning is that I'd get to like, um, I'd fall asleep. I might fall asleep. That's a problem a lot of lifeguards have, I imagine. Yeah, well, there's like not a lot of people swimming down there, so. Um, like almost nobody. You know, it's whenever I do pass by there, and I I try not to, for reasons I'll get into in a little bit. There isn't anyone there. Why is that? Well, um, I've made a schedule, and you let me make the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, from three p.m. till six thirty is just lane swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Only lane swimming. Um, but the pool obviously isn't very big, and nobody would nobody wants to no, swim a lane. No, it would be short. It, there also we've had some issues with the lighting, it, mm-hmm. it, so it's sort of a dim red light. Yeah, and it, it kind of flickers. It, it yes. flickers. It's kind of like in a boiler room type room. It has a sort of a hellish feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Like yes, imagine swimming hot, in hell. Very hot. It's very yeah. humid. It's very dark. The sauna doesn't have a door, so just no. the heat from the sauna just yeah. kind of goes out into the pool. It makes it. That's why it's so hard to stay awake. Yeah, I woke up in the pool um, the other night. I just fell asleep, and I woke up right in the pool. That is crazy, and that can't be safe. I needed someone to save me. (laughs) Who's saving who? Yeah, really, good point. Wait a second, you woke up in the pool. What do you Mm -hmm. mean? Were you under the water? I woke up when I was underneath the water. What? Yeah. How the hell? Well, I I started having this dream where I was like, I'm back in the womb, right? I'm back in the oh, womb. Oh, I love that dream. It's a good dream. And I was like, "What? wait a minute. Wasn't I just, wasn't I just guarding a pool? And maybe I've fallen asleep and fallen into the warm water and now right. I might be drowning. Yeah. And I, sure enough, I was. I inhale oh a bunch of water. Cough, 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 cough. Because a baby in the womb doesn't ever take a mouthful of like the uh, no the fetus water. What's it called? The fetus water. The fe- I'm I'm not a doctor, but a baby in the womb never starts <laughs> choking inside of the well, they're trained inside of his mom. To. They're, right? they're told don't don't take a breath. So that must have been a dead giveaway that you weren't in the womb, but exactly. you were in a pool. Well, I took a big breath, and then I just I just was coughing for a, for quite a while. Oh. So did you fall asleep in the lifeguard chair? Yeah, fell asleep in the chair. And then just kind of slithered down? Tumbled over. Didn't wake up. Didn't wake up. Splash, hit the water. Oh, my God. Didn't wake up. Hadn't woken up yet. Just floating in the middle. Oh, yeah. Then I have the dream. Right. Plays out in real time. Wow. Like the amount of, that's how long the dream. It's not, it wasn't quick. It was like... That's freaky. 30 seconds. Damn. Just being under the water. Now, you, you must have swallowed some water, and I'm going to ask you, like, because there's a lot of... There's been a lot of health issues with the the maintenance of the pool. Yeah, well, can we call it water, really? Yeah. <laughs> I know that James doesn't like to, to dish out money for chlorine or any sort of... It's a waste of, of money. Well, so did you breathe in any or swallow any, like, organisms or uh, fungus or I, mildew? Yeah, or? Yep. I just took a big breath of just some um, green, like, green algae. Oh! Yeah. Big lung full of it. 
Yeah. Well, no Got offense, but grown don't. In there hey, now. how about next time? Don't fall asleep in the pool. I know. That's on me. That's on me. I'm sorry. Thank you for letting me say that and not. You know what? I'm losing my job, <laughs> Chris. Sorry. If I may, I think you need to unionize. Oh, Lifeguards like you, go. no, Ruining no. Everything mm-hmm. with unions. If so you get typical. sick, if you get sick because James isn't mm-hmm. maintaining a safe and healthy workplace, you blah, blah, should blah. join a lifeguard union so you can fight for your uh, rights to work in a safe space. Thank you, Chris. If you start a lifeguard union, I will fire you and evict you. So well, that should make your, uh, you know. Then we'll see. We'll see what simple. happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You're not going to do that. I might. I might though. No, I'm, you won't. Probably probably not, but you don't know what's going to happen. So you said you swallowed a bunch of algae. Mm-hmm. Have you been suffering any strange health problems since then? Because Well, I haven't slept yet. Again, since. Wait, and this happened when? Ooh. A week ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, what, are you just afraid now of falling asleep? Well, I'm afraid of falling asleep, exactly. I'm just right. keeping myself But if you're up. in your bed on the second floor, it's highly unlikely you'll wake up in the basement in the pool. Honestly, right. I sleepwalk as well. Uh, oh, you never know. shit. You never know what's oh, going to happen. Oh, my God. Where's the, what's the, the craziest situation you ever ended up in sleepwalking? Oh, um, well, I went, ended up on the highway. Oh my god! No right way! Was the highway? Wait, there. wait, that's so dangerous. And it's far too. I yeah, just yeah. walked the that's whole like a way there. Twenty minute drive. Twenty yeah. minute drive, and I I walked it. So did you think you were a car in your dream or something? Because only car or a motorcycle, because those are the only two things allowed, or a truck. Those are the only three things allowed on the highway. Well, that's that's the thing. It was it was a strange dream because I was all of those. What? But then I wasn't any of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, my brain is kind of getting bent right now just yeah. hearing you say this. Yeah. Wow. And I just like, basically, like I was a car, I was a motorcycle, then I was just a guy walking down the street and 20 minute drive, that was like a three hour walk, but the dream I was having played out in real time again. Oh my God. Just, oh my it was God. just me walking. Wow. It was a, like a very... It's a very meta dream. dream to have. Wow. This is so interesting because I've never really had this kind of peek into the mind of a lifeguard before. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear what makes you guys Feeling tick. back the layers, you know? How, I just want to help people. Yeah, how did you get involved in lifeguarding? Because, you know... Um, what was your big break? Yeah. In, yeah. Well, um, I was taking swimming lessons okay. at Uh-oh. the time. Then um, I learned the front crawl. Which is the one that you have your face in the water and your arms <clears throat> yeah, go, yeah. do the pinwheel. Oh, okay. The pinwheel one and you kick. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a good one. one. Nope. Um, but I was doing it so well. Um, first try, right out of the gate. And there was a gate. Like they had a gate and then it would opened up and I just started swimming. Wow. Um, they are like, that's the best that I've ever seen. Um, Jesus. And then they basically, they removed the swimming teacher and they just made me teach the class. Wow. So you caused a man to, or a woman to get fired from their job? Because um, you were so good at swimming. Well, they didn't get fired. They just didn't have a job anymore. So they resigned? Mike is a typical bleeding heart. Anytime anyone loses their job, even if they're not qualified, he mm-hmm. goes, Oh, no, they should have a job. Oh, shut up, huh? James. Chris, can I tell you a story mm-hmm. that might upset you, but... I've seen a lot of things, and I've heard a lot of stuff as a lifeguard, and I think I'm ready for whatever you have to say. All right. So you may have noticed that I sort of um, 
responded negatively when mm-hmm. you started talking about swimming lessons because yeah. I have a sort of uh, upsetting story from my past. Um, when I was a boy, my mother enrolled me in swimming lessons, and on the very first uh, moment of the very first swimming lesson, we were trying to practice. The teacher was tre- teaching us how to do the front crawl, yeah. like you just said. Pinwheel. Pinwheel swimming. Pinwheel swimming. All the other boys, very good at it. As soon as I attempted it, I drowned. And this sounds made up, but I drowned, mm-hmm. and I was clinically dead for five minutes. That's a long time to be dead. Five full minutes. Have I gone swimming since? Nope. At the very most, I, I'll dangle my feet on a hot day in the pool. Just dangle or dip. Well, you should come down um, tomorrow. Mm. I'm working at noon. It's the lane swimming time. I'll put the lanes <clears throat> in, and we can. I'll give you a swimming lesson. Uh, I'm a little too. Uh, last give time, you a swimming last lesson. time someone offered me a swimming lesson, I ended up clinically dead for five minutes and woke up in a hospital. And, Did you uh, have brain damage? A little bit, but it, as far as I know, it didn't affect. I me. don't think it did. Thank you, Chris. It's Doesn't nice to hear to you. And you're a lifeguard, so that means mm-hmm. a lot. To what me. if you're still dead? Oh no! That no, is, think about it. Oh no! That is so what if dumb. You are still dead, and this is the the you know you feel like you've lived thirty years since then, but it's really been a few seconds just played out in your dying oh, no. brain. And Chris, we're just figments of your imagination. What if I'm still sleeping in the pool? That's right true now. too. So you're proposing, James, that I'm dead, and Chris, you were wondering if you're dreaming. What does that make you, James? Well, in real the real world, I probably would still have my great life, but in to you, I'm just a part of your brain. Chris, wow. You're a lifeguard. Yeah. Do I look dead to you? I, you can even feel my pulse if you want. Sure, let me feel that. Ow. Sorry. <laughs> you're str- you're, have you're to, buff. You I look have to very cut, strong. Cut my fingernails as well. Well, yeah. you also well, have very buff arms. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I used the the gym at the at the in the apartment. Yeah. You just got the free weights and it's yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's nice. That's another place I will never uh, go. It's also very workout. dark and very you hot. You should in work there. out there. I hear there's a gang that works out there. Yeah, the triads. Yeah, they are intimidating, a, but you just work around it's them. It's a long story how I got involved with them, but it is a, I let them use the gym just sort of as a... The, the International Organized Crime Syndicate? The yeah, triads? from Tokyo. Yeah. Um, That's who they are. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they're they're actually nice guys if you get to know them. They're very fit, but they're very scary guys yeah. if you <laughs> run into them. Yeah, you know, they look tough. There's no doubt about it. Do they swim? Do the triads ever um, swim? Jake comes down. Have you you met him? He's oh yeah, he's Jake. The he's the guy with the uh, eyebrow ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. He comes down. He does he does a few laps. Um, That's nice. He refuses to use the lanes that I put in. I set the lanes mm-hmm. in, and he swims. Wherever he wants, and you I don't know, let I don't stop him. Classic <laughs> criminal kind of uh, behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have some just... funny stories par- about um, when we were partying in Tokyo, Jake and I. Oh, really? A couple years ago. He seems oh, like boy. a partier. Oh, oh man. yeah. He's well, a bit of a drinker. He drinks in the pool sometimes. <laughs> See, that's not. That's... Yeah, I let him. I let him because I'm a I'm a real I'm a cool lifeguard. You're a cool I'm lifeguard. How was that I was looking safe? for a lifeguard, I wanted to make sure this is a cool person. Well, I want to have encourage a party vibe if Meech, people want that's it. That's exactly what I you want. Know? That's why the, I like the red light. I think that having it flicker is cool. It's absolutely it's cool. It's like Amsterdam. Yeah, or that. Um, the Twin Peaks movie Fire Walk With Me there's a scene mm. where they're in this disturbing bar and there's a red light flashing and I like that vibe and I think that mm-hmm. works for the mm-hmm. for the swimming everything you two are saying is just reinforcing my aversion to the pool 
Chris, can I ask, what is the what is the uh, most harrowing sort of lifeguard, life-saving episode you've been involved in? Oh. In the building or elsewhere? Well, um, so I was lifeguarding a shift here at the building, at, the, at this building. <laughs> Great. Um, and you know um, Danielle, uh, she's like, she's about five and she lives... Um, she lives, like, on the second floor as well. She's with my neighbor. Okay. Um, so she was there with her mother, and her mom goes into the sauna, and she says, you just watch Danielle for a, a second. And um, okay. Danielle starts to um, drown. And I didn't... Oh, I didn't I've been wanna, there before. I didn't want to get into the water, because right. I, it's, I don't like drying off. Sure. It's, right. So I just ran. I got a pool noodle, and I lay down on my stomach, and I just sort of reached it out. Into the middle of the pool for us, so she oh. could could grab it, and she couldn't. She didn't, um, and she kept tr- trying to grab it, and I kept trying to like make her have the pool noodle, and she just well, she she did, she died, but it was I tried hard. Shit, man. Um, that- can you tell that story? I'm sure. gonna just stop, pause for a moment. Did you go to... Are you an accredited lifeguard? Or did James find you, I don't know, on Kijiji or perhaps Craigslist? You know what? Usually I have, like, my employees' backs. Mm-hmm. But I'm having trouble with this one. I'm I struggling to... I have a certificate uh, from a creditable, the Red damn. Cross. I have a certificate from the Red Cross Society. That allows me to um, lifeguard however I want and whenever and wherever. All right. I mean. And I ask for whatever kind sound... of money I want. What did her mom say when she came out of the sauna? Probably all relaxed. She was pissed. She was so I mad. Bet. She was so mad. Uh, and I was like, yeah. What? Why are you yelling at me? You went to the sauna. You left her in my care. And then I pointed to the sign. I said, swim at your own risk. And she God went, for the sign. fair is fair. Wow. Wow. And I said, I'm a hero. I tried. I tried. Jeez. I mean, you, yeah, in a way, you did, but uh, all right. That okay. wasn't the answer I was expecting. Didn't have to get wet either. either. Yep, that's true. Well, at yep. least, so that's a bit of a silver, silver lining thing. for you, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Can I raise Didn't an elephant? Bring a towel. Sure. Can I raise an elephant in the room? Okay. Um, there's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of gossip. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of... Drama surrounding the hot tub. Yes. Uh, there is a pool in the building, and sort mm-hmm. of next to it is a hot tub. Yeah. And I get a lot of complaints about this hot tub. Yes. That it well. is. People say it is not extremely clean. We had an unfortunate issue where the news um, mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. and found something in the hot tub, but we don't need to get into hepatitis mm-hmm. scare. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then also the... Uh, Hepatitis scare. Yes, there mm-hmm. was that in the hot tub, mm-hmm. of course. And there was also this sort of uh, the gentleman who was uh, found in there. Uh, he was in there, yeah. Um, um, can I just come out and say it? They found a homeless man's body mm-hmm. in the hot tub. Yeah. Now, most people, when they think of a hot tub, they, they think of, uh, I don't know, people in their 40s enjoying a mm-hmm. glass of champagne and flirting and sometimes having intercourse yeah. in there. It's not now, what ours is like. Finding a dead homeless man in the tub is pretty much the exact opposite of that. You, you know, can, yeah, it's arguably. unfortunate. And here's the real bummer. The dude was sitting in the hot tub, and he was kind of like, he was like sitting in it with his arms 
you know, out of the water. Yeah, relaxed. It looked like, like he was reclining and relaxing. Very cool. And he it's had like, a necklace. Yeah, and he had sunglasses on. Yeah. It was a bit of a weekend at Bernie's type situation, totally. okay? Yes. So uh, every day you walk by the hot tub, you see this guy with long hair mm-hmm. kind of sitting, leaning back out of the hot tub. And the lower half of his body is submerged in the hot mm-hmm. water. And every day you just think, oh, this guy just loves the hot tub. He's there every day. Him. I'd say, hey, hey, I thought, Hank, I, th- I thought his name was. Um, and he wouldn't say anything back. And I'd just be like, that's, he's rude. Yeah, absolutely. I stopped talking to him if he's going to be that way. I feel the same so you way. you thought uh, the dead man in the pool was just rude. Yeah, he was very that's rude. That's what we thought. And then, um, wow. Unfortunately, I didn't know he was dead. Yeah, I didn't either. And he was there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he, mm-hmm. he, in the sort of hot uh, jets, uh, had sort of taken away the lower half of his body. Melted it off. A, he did not have a lower half of the body, as it, it turned was... out. So it was just this sort of upper half of a dude with sunglasses mm-hmm. on leaning out of the hot tub and nothing and underneath. I, that made me think maybe he's the hot tub, is it too hot? That made me and think that too. Problem. It also made me regret it's... going in with... Hold on, you that's went true. you went into the hot tub when the, the yeah. man's corpse, half the corpse was just propped up in the hot tub. You went swimming with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't go swimming, but I sat in it and had yeah, a beard and a chat. You know it was a corpse. You yeah. had a chat with a dead man. If you don't know it's a corpse, Dude, is it one? Have you seen right? Weekend at Bernie's? Yes, of course then I've seen it. you know it can happen, that you get tricked. It's a documentary. It may as well be. Yeah. So anyway, uh, CFTO News uh, did quite an expose mm. on the... Tragic events mm-hmm. in the hot tub, and James was uh, had his name dragged through the mud in the media. I was very happy to see that. Very happy to see Ooh, James well finally spoken. face the music. Well, luckily I have an eight charm, and I yeah. pulled it off. And I actually you like, were wonderful on camera. I got you like six hundred Twitter followers from that appearance. Really and wonderful. People loving me, loving my attitude, loving my yeah. vibe. At the end of that news investigation on camera, James, you promised to give him a proper burial. Did you make good on that promise? Absolutely. Oh, yeah? Yep. Uh, he's in a safety deposit box mm-hmm. in uh, sort of the Harvard and Spadina Royal Bank. Mm-hmm. And I you said a couple words for him, and I put him in the box. So you put a man, uh, half a man's body in and a safety deposit box. And I found some of the body remains in the filter, and we went and put, him out, put that out to sea. So, Chris, yeah. turning um, the page a little bit here. Sure. Um, you are a lifeguard. Yes, yes. But you also have another job. Yes, I you do. You are an actor, mm-hmm. improviser, I sketch performer, writer. That's true. And hearing All, this, yeah. this combination reminds me of a little TV show called Baywatch. Does that remind you of Baywatch? Does your life remind you of Baywatch because you're a lifeguard and an actor? Almost constantly. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of running. On, around the pool deck, um, just trying to just even the way you slow said deck was with, very Hollywood. Deck. Deck. Pool deck. deck, pool deck, right. pool deck. Right? Just running yeah. on the pool deck. I run in slow motion. Yeah, yes. a lot. Um, obviously, I've saved some some lives. You heard my story. Well, the story you told didn't involve saving a life, but I'll assume that there were other times where you have saved mm-hmm. a life. Sure, presumably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just being around, I feel like saves a life. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Stop some nosebleeds. And then, yeah, I act on the side. 
Um, and just looking at your credits here, you're uh, on the show Air Farce on CBC. Yeah, Royal Canadian Air Farce. An institution. Mm-hmm. Canadian. Been around for, oh, 26 years. 26 years. Yeah. Damn. I haven't been on it all that time. Be careful. Uh, with an age that young, James might try and date it. <laughs> Don't oh. try and date the Royal Canadian Air Farce, James. Oh, Too very, young for you. Very funny. Uh, too bad, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's not some black and white movie from the 20s, because maybe Michael would try to date that. That's not even We're true. We're having an argument right now, because I'm Michael sorry. thinks the women I date are slightly too young, and I think the women he dates are very old. We're like right. Jack Spratt and his wife here, always at each other's throats. It's an old reference. Have you been uh, a lifeguard in any shows we know about? Like, like uh, perhaps Murdoch Mysteries... Uh, Frankie Drake, the new spinoff of Murdoch Mysteries. There's a spinoff of Murdoch Mysteries? Yes, there Frankie is. Frankie Drake? Frankie Drake. Who the hell's that? There's a new sheriff in town. She is, uh, it takes place like 20 years after Murdoch Mysteries, um, and she is a female detective. Bloody hell. Huh. Solving murders. Um, glad to see they've got original wow. ideas over there. That's, well, that's wonderful. It I'm is wonderful. Get on, to, um, get on that. Have you ever played a, a lifeguard on Heartland? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it was kind of like, it was not a big role because there's not a lot of um, um, water in the prairies. Right, it's more horse fields. And I was cast as like um, an ocean lifeguard, like on the beach, like totally like Baywatch. Right. Um, and um, they didn't put me in the show at all, but I, I was there ready to be the ocean lifeguard. Um, and, and I just showed up right in Calgary. Ready to do it, and they didn't. They didn't. I think I was cut from the show. I don't oh. know if they filmed anything. What is your? What was your scene? Well, the scene that I was gonna play was that there was gonna be a horse having a trot. And oh, I, I love it! Yeah, <laughs> trotting around. Was and it then, like slow motion? Like you know how they would show slow motion beach babes yeah, bouncing yeah. in slow motion? Was the He's horse trotting. sort of dangling yes. in slow motion? Yeah, with and then I would kind of run up penis. to it. With it, yeah, with it, and um, the horse trips and falls into a puddle and starts drowning, and it can't get anywhere, and its legs are going everywhere, penis everywhere, like a lot of, and then I pull the horse's head out of the puddle. Wow. What did you pull it by, the That's what I wanted to do. Wow. So your role was like, there happens to be a lifeguard just hanging out by this puddle. Yeah, yes, this is, I... I kept pitching the role to to the showrunner. So did you show up on set when they were shooting an, a different episode? That's how you do it. That's how you act. That's how you do it. You just wow. show up. Right. You read. That's what my mom says to do, you know? Why don't you just show up? Send them an email. Get on that show. You should You should be on that show. And I right. Said I should. Take some initiative. Yeah. you got a great set of pipes on you. Oh, We're thanks. talking about your voice. Oh, not wow, your, not wow. Your muscles. <laughs> you ever thought about doing a pod? I would, I would lo- like a pod of my own. Yeah. The lifeguard pod. Imagine that. The lifeguard pod with Chris. Yeah. Huh. Could be a thing. That has some, some legs, I think. James, okay. speaking of legs, I'm I know, looking at look yours at these. and you clearly do squat. Do you want me to leave you two alone? Because no. James keeps uh, uh, nice. James is flirting with you, Chris. I hope <laughs> you're not uh, being made to feel uncomfortable. Next thing you know, he's going to uh, block the door and uh, masturbate in front of you. Michael, what the... F- are you out of your mind? Like, this guy, he, like, where does his mind go? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, he acts like, oh, I'm so uptight. And then the things that he has clearly suppressed are, like, 
You're the one flirting with our guest. No, Usually, I'm I not. thought it was it's bad just enough. Nice talking to a um, dude I actually relate to. Yeah, I'm like right. you. We both have great muscles. You Thank you. I've been doing steroids. Muscles. Really? Yes, and I I feel great. Where do you I feel get powerful. Those? Um, I, I know a guy uh, okay. in sort of a little St. Petersburg. Well, Toronto. maybe I can know a guy too if you know what I mean. Oh, sure, I can hook you. Great, up. that yeah, would like, be great. Yeah, like because look, look, like I'm really noticing my body's bulking. It's up. bulking in, a, in the hair. nicest way. Oh, uh, but that's fitting on head, you. But it looks it's really fun. Nice. And I'm getting that kind of Joe Rogan look where it's like a big red, yeah. shaved bald head. Yeah, I'm, I'm into this. I like Tell it. them about what's going on downstairs though with the. Well, the yeah, steroids my testicles tell... have shrunk to the size of marbles. Show, you don't show need Chris. Them. Show right. Chris. Okay, here, look. Okay. Okay. Wow. So see, see what I'm talking about? Not really. I don't see uh, okay. it. Um, oh, look yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so like as you can see, I'm holding it up just so you can see here. It's yeah. James, sort of your like, testicles look ridiculous. No, I'm just going to say that. Not ridiculous. They just look ridiculous. Quite, quite funny though. <laughs> quite. Funny. Well, that's fine. I don't mind someone having a laugh. But as long as they don't look ridiculous, they just look a bit small. It's like if you if you see someone who's five eight, you go, oh, you know, maybe you're a little bit. No, under- no, it's like if you saw someone that you knew was like six five, then they take a bunch of drugs. Next time you see them, they're five eight. That's what it's like. Well, what you Could- knew my balls were big before. You didn't know that. No, no you're twisting my words. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you knew that they were big. I before. didn't know how big. And here's the actual truth: I always had small balls. And Even when I wasn't doing steroids, they were pretty small. You're and just I never making had a that single up. Complaint. No, I'm not. It really didn't shrink them much. It's like you don't hear hear people going, oh, I wish those balls were bigger. No. No, it doesn't no. matter. I'm fine oh, with I like, it. What's your favorite part of a male body? The big balls? No one says that. Yeah, I'm no? fine with this. I think it looks nice. Well, Thank you. You don't, and just leave it out if you want. It doesn't sure. matter. No, put those. Okay, put it away. Put what? those nasty things away. Ugh. <sighs> well, wow. So. <clears throat> Sorry to get off track. This I feel like we're uh, in, a, in a disgusting little boy's clubhouse this episode, talking about all sorts of nasty things. I'd like to apologize to the listeners. Chris. Mm-hmm. So... Are you willing to dish the dirt on what goes on behind the scenes at Air Force? Yes. What's the yes. cast drug use like? You know, like we read those books about Saturday Night Live in the 70s about how everyone was on all sorts of drugs and everyone's screwing yeah. each other. Is that sort of the scene at Air Force? That is pretty much that's pretty much the schedule. We get the schedule um, about a week before and you have you know, about, about a, so they have a week to rest up for what will be um, just a binge, just wow. a coke binge. Wow. And then you do some work. You rehearse a little bit, and then you clearly forget, you yeah, forget yeah. the lines, though. Oh, <laughs> no. Now, when you say yeah. lines, are you talking about the script? Yeah. Or are uh, you talking uh, about... Wouldn't you like to know, About right? the drug? Yeah, both. The cocaine? Both. You both. Um, you, and then you have to rehearse more to, oh, man. to get the show... Nice and tight. These crazy, these sketch, is, these sketch Canadian sketch TV shows, they're like the wildest people out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. You got to oh be God. careful. Um, I'm wrapped up right in it. I'm going off the deep end. Um, and it's, I'm a lifeguard, so that's kind of... Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah, actually that's, great. That's good. <laughs> the drugs haven't uh, dulled that part of your brain. No, nope, still, still sharp. 
Have you ever worked with Donald Sutherland, who, to in my estimation, is is the greatest Canadian actor of all? Um, yes, I've worked with Donald and Kiefer. Oh, a, he's cool. Um, father he's and son, every actor's dream. Oh, so cool. That's he's, not every actor's dream. It is. As far as I know, it's every actor's dream to work. work with a father and a son. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> I've always wanted to work with Charlie and Martin. Sheen. Yes. Um, Eugene I, and Dan. you you got to work with them. Um, I've always wanted to um, work with Alec Baldwin and the daughter he yelled and at, the daughter he yelled at, and Billy as well. But it it crosses over into brothers as well. Oh my God! I just want to work with family members, right? Familia. So you don't have to work as hard, yeah. right? Because they do all the, the their chemistry is there. They're already. Does Joe Flaherty have a son? Because that'd be fun to work with Joe Flaherty and his son. They should be on TV together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be good. He's he's wonderful. I did work with Joe at one point. Wonderful Where? little what, show. What were you working with him on? What was that show that he was on? Second, the Second City. Cool. SC, hey. SCTV. Oh, I was on. You an, were on SCTV, the old show, the eight. I was very young. Wow. Oh, wow. Just a young, a young lad. You must have been very young. I think I was five. Oh my God! Were you doing like? Characters and stuff? Yeah, characters. Whoa. Big characters. What were your characters? Um, I was John Candy's understudy. Well, that seems for, ridiculous. For He's TV. For television. Heavy Weird. set 40-year-old man and you were a five-year-old boy? Yeah, well, we didn't, we didn't, you know, was never good. I mean, would never have to go in for him, you know. Yeah, that guy never said. missed a day. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Neat. And I heard through the grapevine... At the landlord get together, we were all talking, and that you're going to be on the Second City main stage in Toronto. Maybe it's true. I'm going to be. I'm going to be doing that. Wow! Up there on the stage with the, with the old, the old guard of comedy. Very cool. How do yeah. you make up? Because you because Second City is a lot of uh, Im- improving, mm-hmm. as far as I understand. How mm-hmm. do you make stuff up off the top of your head? Because if I was put on stage and someone said, "Michael, make up something right now," I'd probably uh, die of shock. Diet. Just mostly, you just write everything beforehand, okay. and just be unwavering about what you're going to say. So if you're, so it's all for, pre-planned. For instance, like let's try one. You just say something to me right now, Chris. I really like your speedos. Uh, they they're flattering on your body. Why too. are you wearing a cat costume? <laughs> see, see, I, just, good, I was going to say that no good. matter what he said. Uh, I was going to, so I was going to do that. Wow. So you just come in with like. Just stuff like that. That's hilarious, And then he has to man. figure out why he's in a cat costume. Right. Now I'm, I'm doing that scene no matter what. I'm in the that's hot seat. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's really funny. Do you do improv, improv a lot? Yeah, I do that scene. Okay, so you the always cat. do the cat scene. Oh, 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 it's so fun. It's oh, so funny. Wow. What's the, where does it go? Oh, anywhere. Most people say it's Halloween or something. And then I say, no, it's not. What is it really? <laughs> I just don't let him off the That's hook. so funny. Wow. So you, you like, so, so the to recap, you're like, why are you wearing a cat costume? And then the person goes, oh, it's, um, it's Halloween, of course. No, it isn't. Why are you wearing a cat costume? Okay, we should do an improv scene right now. Okay, okay. James, you suck, but fine. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Halloween, of course. That's why I'm wearing the cat costume. Mm-mm. That's not the reason. Well, I'm telling you that's the reason. I'm telling you it's not. What's the reason? 
<laughs> okay. Um, the real reason is that I um, I uh, oh, this is hard. The real you reason. Give up. You, you no, can't do it. No, You're not no, good no. at improv. The real reason is that I'm I'm a lion tamer, and this is the only way I can calm down the lions. Okay. <laughs> Great. If you're a lion tamer, where's your lion? It's right in front of me. I don't see one. See, and this makes me look very good on stage, and you look bad. You're like, why can't this guy think on his feet? Why am I so good? Could you see yourself on whose line is it anyway? Of course. Do you remember the the great big guy? Wayne Brady. No, no. I mean, Drew Carey. His career is big, Wayne Brady. Mm. But I'm talking about the great big burly guy who used to wipe himself down with a rag yeah, after he would do I think he had an a improv. mole on his face. He had a big beautiful mole on his face and he would wipe himself down cuz he was sweating so hard from um from entertaining everyone. Mm. Do you know have you ever met him? Yes, I work with him on he'll he'll actually be on the stage with me. Really? The main stage, the Second City main stage. He worked with joined, everybody. He's joining the cast. That's amazing. What is he 70 years old? Mm-hmm. Is he as uh, like moist and sweaty in real life as he appeared on TV? That is um, uh, probably true, but you know I'm a lifeguard, so I can uh, right. Right. If there's a lot of water around, that, that is that's such a can, handy two different professions to have in your pocket. Like there's probably so many opportunities that either skill comes yeah, into the if other. If you're working job. with a really sweaty performer, and they're doing like an intimate um, scene with another. With another performer and they're dripping sweat onto the other person's face, oh, and yuck. they're starting to drown. P.U. They're starting yeah. to drown, mm. and then I'm I'm oh. there and I go, and I go and I blow the whistle, which I always have. I blow my right. lifeguard whistle and I get in there and I get a pool noodle and I just. That's your start, move. That's oh, your yeah. your rescue move. Is you yeah, get on your belly, and get out the pool noodle, put the and pool noodle in, and try and like hook him, hook him, and pull right. him off. May I ask, All just right. because you talked about an intimate scene, sure. Yeah. How do you feel about a scene in a, a movie or an improv scene on stage where mm-hmm. you have to kiss somebody? Mm. Um, I just in a movie, fast forward through it. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Okay. Not into that. But I meant if you have to do it as an actor. Well, um, yeah, I would. I would probably. I've never had to. Really. <laughs> but I am. Open to You've never had an improv scene where someone goes, I'm actually your wife. Well, because I always go, no, you're not. Good for you're you. wearing a cat costume. Oh, because you don't so want to kiss them really then. never really get to. Yeah. Yeah, I never have to kiss anybody. That's smart. Because hmm. probably you, actors probably have a lot of germs. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I think. What? So that's why you don't want to kiss anybody? Yeah, I don't want to. I just want to kiss anybody. Do you think actors are... Germs. Uh, Promiscuous, so they have like a lot of disease. They're filthy. They're on their filthy I think actors are disgusting. Probably They're so gross. All right. They don't live very well. They don't. They don't live long. Long, that's for sure. No. Drink no. too much, and they, Drink too s- much. they smell like beer. Everybody, all they do is smell like beer. All they do. I don't want to put my mouth on that at all. You're like kissing a big uh, beer? keg of beer. Exactly. I've done that in high school, and I don't want to do it again. Can yeah. I ask you? Oh. Sorry, I was just doing a follow-up. You kissed a keg of beer in high school? Yeah, at grad. At grad? What happened? What a strange way to date? celebrate. Well, it was, you know how, like, they'll have dry grad. You'll call it dry grad when sure, and yes. there's no drinking allowed. Right. Well, someone brought a keg. Fuck. So you kissed it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. right? That's what? a crazy story. I did. <laughs> Where did you go to high school? 
Victoria, BC. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, the island, British Columbia. The beer kissers. The British Columbia, not the other one. Yeah, absolutely. Should, isn't it? Shouldn't it be renamed Canadian Columbia at this point? That's true. <sighs> well, shall we take a break and come back with our final segment? <laughs> I had one more oh, question. Please, please, yeah. please. Sorry. I had one more question, James. Uh, don't be a pushy Paul here. Pardon um, me. Chris, now, mm-hmm. if there's one thing everyone knows about improvisers, like the great Aykroyd, Belushi, mm-hmm. they Styles. love. Yes. Ryan. Probably, as far mm-hmm. as I know, and probably the big, the great big guy from the big guy. is yeah. anyway the sweaty man with the big mm-hmm. uh, towel. Everyone knows improvers love the blues. Do you love the blues, too? Um, I certainly do. Um, I like the way the music makes me feel. What is it about the blues that improv- improvisers love so much? Because I don't think the feeling's mutual the other way. I don't think Muddy Waters, was whatever, if he were still with us, mm-hmm. would have been like, oh, time to head, head down to Second City. Yeah, well, no one likes improv. Nobody. Not even... That's no true. One. No one likes it. That is true. So, That's weird. Lots of people like blues. Lots of people like blues. Mm-hmm. But the opposite can't be said of improv. Yeah. I mean, find me a person who... Who wants to watch that stuff? They're making it up. They haven't worked on it. How, Whereas blues musicians are very well rehearsed. Exactly. They know exactly they what work they're going to do. On their craft. How is, how, are the, how is improv happening then? What's keeping it going? You just, um, well, you open up a, uh, you call it a theater. You say, come to the theater. And then once they're there, you trick them. You say that. To teach them classes. Teach them classes. And then they want to get involved, and you get paid to. So (laughs) interesting, and um, it's mostly for for lonely people. It's weird because imagine if you get all. I keep I keep going back to this, but imagine if Muddy Waters just opened a school to teach people how to play the blues, like a bunch Mm -hmm. of people who were like. Oh, it'll help me be better in um, at my career in business if I feel more confident in the right. blues. Exactly. But he didn't actually perform the blues, or was, or if he wasn't respected as a blues musician, could he still call himself a blues musician? Uh, wow, tough question. Yeah, that is that's true. It's a, you know, you don't have to answer it. <laughs> well, oh, fine, can I we take then. a break now, yeah. Michael? After that uh, scintillating few minutes, or <laughs> I think the audience will be glad that I. Ask that uh, last question, actually. I'm not so sure. Um, Well, let's take a break, and we'll be back with our short final segment with Chris Wilson. Welcome back, everybody. We're here for our final segment where we play a game, and this is definitely our most popular segment. You know, James, these, these segments, for some reason or another, they tend to always go viral. Something about the the game playing aspect of our podcast really resonates with people. I think that that's very true, um, and we've got a hell of a fun mm. game for you all today. And it's a little game you've probably been playing since you were three years old. Yeah. And it's a game called I Spy. So we thought, why three in particular? Well, I don't know. It feels like that's when your cognitive abilities reach the point where you could play that game well. I don't know. All right. Fair um, enough. Mr. 60 Minutes Investigator over here yeah. questioning oh, my every really, You are oh, thrilling him. You're shut up. <laughs> Mike Wallace over here. Anyway, so um, let's begin. Why don't, why don't I go first? Okay. Do we have like a theme, little theme song or something? Yes. Okay. 
Alright guys, I spy with my little eye something that is brown, mm-hmm. beige, hmm. and red. Huh. Hmm, a lot of the stuff mm. in my apartment is brown. That apple. No, no? but okay. good guess, Oh, actually. I should throw that away. That's, I keep, yeah. That's been there for a few months. Um, brown, beige, and red. So much brown and beige in my apartment is His honestly... Shoes? No, not the shoes. Bowling shoes. Um, my old treasure box on my bookshelf. Um, That's not red. No, and I can't see that either. It's not. Um, I don't know. It's pretty obvious. The Mm. mole on my chin. Oh yeah, that is is a good one actually. But no, bleeding a bit. A lot of colors in there. I was picking at it because I was nervous. No, it's not that. Um, I'm stumped. Is it this the is it the crucifix? On yes, the wall? that's the it. Big bleeding, oh, it's bleeding from his Mike, eyes. That's the red. Mike has a huge wall size uh, crucifix in his apartment. I'm surprised you guys didn't. It's, Very it's big. really obvious it's when you walk into the room. See. It really draws the eye. I just, uh, just sort of. I thought that was kind of off limits. I'm a little. I'm a little uncomfortable with you incorporating my giant wall size crucifix into this game. It's not really. Okay, well, uh, I'm not, sorry. Okay. I'm not comfortable well, with that. Okay. So well, we're not really before. comfortable with you putting your religion in, in our face so much. Well, it's my... Well, um, you, know, you know the saying, mi casa, su casa? Mi casa, I express my religion mm-hmm. how I feel. So. You invited us in and... If you don't like it, you can well, get out. Well, I'm just going to stay. So. Okay. Right. Um, Mike, do you want to go on your uh, your turn? Uh, yes, I'd love to. <clears throat> Here we go. Mm. I spy with my little eye. I love this part. Something that is make it good. Make white. It good. Yeah. And round. Ha. And very, very small. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Mm. Ooh, the earbuds. Oh, good yeah. guess. Uh, no, but no, okay. no, no, no. Um. Um. Mm. Oh, uh, those grapes. No. Mm. Hmm. No. Those are actually pickled onions. Oh, sorry. Oh, marbles! You have marbles. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I know you. I know you play no, marbles. Uh, so you're very, very close, but that's not the actual answer. Bag of mothballs. No, no. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know. Can I say it? Sure. Um, I spy with my last something that is uh, white mm-hmm. and round and tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be James. That's your testicles that you took out again, and you have them exposed right oh. now. Sorry and about it's that. disgusting, and it's they do look ridiculous. It's crazy I, how they flop out like that, yeah, even though I'm, they're so small. I know. I am actually really sorry, but well, the it's offensive. Just put them away. Apologies. And <clears throat> my skin. I mean, it's not really white. It's more of a beige. You know. Yeah, that's what whatever. threw me. White as well. is like you imagine, I, like you, a piece of like paper. We're going specifically. Yeah. We're not making it like about race. It's about it's about it's the inappropriateness about of James doing that. In, well, well, I didn't notice it and until you did. It wasn't inappropriate. He's also exposing his testicles to this crucifix of Christ, so it's doubly offensive to me. Well, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Probably the testicle thing. He'd flick them. Flick them. He's like, get those things out of here. <laughs> right? I don't really know what to say. I, I, I mean, maybe. I'm sorry. I didn't know they were hanging out of my jeans. All like, right. Get well, a life. You get a life. We'll make, okay, should I, should I go? Yeah, I'll go. Absolutely. Okay. Hmm. I spy with my little eye. Hmm. Something that is. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, the poor little guy's all tuckered out. He must be a narcoleptic or something. This is probably why he fell asleep in the pool. I'm back in the womb. I'm back in the womb. Oh, he's having a dream. I'm back in the womb. I hope I don't take a breath. He thinks my apartment is his mum's tum. Oh my god, this is so crazy. I'm on a highway. Oh. Now he's a car or truck or a motorcycle. I'm going to walk down the highway. Oh, good God. Imagine living with this guy. I don't think that he's actually qualified to be a lifeguard, to be honest, James. I am. I don't think he is either. I'm qualified to be a lifeguard. I wonder if that just happened to be part of his dream that he said that, or if he's listening to us and responding. Yeah, maybe he's telling that to his mom or the highway patrol. Just coincidence. Hmm. I wonder if him saying just coincidence is just a coincidence in the dream, or, or if he can hear us. Yeah. In the womb. Oh, he's back in the womb now. Well, that's the show. I guess we'll just let Chris sleep. Um, uh, it's just dangerous to wake up a person is sleeping because they could die or kill you. Oh, God, a car is coming. Oh, 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 oh. We'd like to thank Chris Wilson for joining us. Oh, God. Um, thank you, Michael Balazzo, for co-hosting with me, James uh, Hartnett. Thank you, James Hartnett, for co-hosting with me, Michael Balazzo. And um, I guess we'll just let him sleep it out. Or actually, I'm leaving. I'm going to go back to my house. This is your apartment. So I'm going to let you deal with Chris. You, and then... I wish I'd appreciate if you took him with you. No, I... As you said, you can't wake up a sleeping so, guy. Um... Sleeping guy, so I'm gonna let that play out and uh, I'm out of here. Bye, guys. Uh, bye. Bye. <coughs> All right, you gotta go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Are you doing anything with that cross or? Yeah, I'm about to pray. I'm about oh, to pray sorry. to it. Um, I'm if I could take it for no. a spin. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll show myself out. Yeah, thanks. Great, see you later. Bye.